there's no other way to do it besides taking action you could think about it all you want you could imagine it all you want you could write it down how many times you want but if you don't actually do the work and put the work in you're really not going anywhere Welcome to the Frontline Warriors Club, where we live it, not in it. Join us on this movement as we raise consciousness. You can find us at wearefrontlinewarriors.com. Now, before we start the show, let's take a deep breath and an inhale. Exhale. Let the show begin. Today, we'd like to introduce you to our fifth pillar, which is right now. Right now is the ability for you to take risks take action and seek challenges too many times we have these excuses that play in our head like should i do this what will happen if i do this and we get in this fight or flight position where we freeze on the action that we're supposed to take and a lot of times if you're not confident and you have self-doubt taking the action is going to lead you to be more confident and we just need to take this determined risk so it starts with self-awareness as always through all the pillars is to understanding how you are as a person what are your beliefs where are your struggles and why aren't you doing the action that you want to do what's stopping you what's that wall what are the questions you are telling yourself or the question things you're questioning outside of your realm that's making you freeze up in your action yeah you have to understand that you might be on this path for change and you're hoping to change as an individual and you got to realize that you can read all the books that you want. You could listen to the Frontline Warriors podcast over and over again. But if you don't finally take that leap forward, that jump, that action, nothing's really going to change in your life. You have to be the person that changes what you want change, right? Because there's no other way to do it besides taking action. You could think about it all you want. You could imagine it all you want. You could write it down how many times you want. But if you don't actually do the work and put the work in you're really not going to anywhere you could have this idea of working out going to the gym you could create these perfect plans but if your ass doesn't go into the gym and actually put in the work nothing's going to change and that just that goes with everything not just working out this goes to with maybe seeking an adventure maybe you want a vacation somewhere but you're really scared of going by yourself but you want to so you fantasize about going and you keep delaying you keep delaying it because you keep being scared it could be that new job where you've looked online, you've filled out these resumes, and you've been ditching the call. They've been calling you for, for days now, and you're just scared to pick it up because you fear of A, either being rejected, or B, getting that job, but then with that job comes a, a new stress, a new environment. So you, without taking action, you're really not progressing to where you want to be in life, and it's always going to hold you back. Yeah, I think when it comes to making decisions, everything you just brought up, it's the fear of the new the uncomfort it's the the zone where we have to push ourselves in to actually seek these challenges and do things so i understand for anybody that's listening the unknown is fearful we don't know what to expect we don't know how we're going to react we can't control things that are unpredictable so it puts us in the state of maybe i don't want to do this maybe i'm not ready but the problem is is it's okay to have negative negative thoughts in specific situations, especially if it's something unknown. This is something new. It's a challenge. 
the problem is when these thoughts are beginning to control you and you stop taking action or stop doing things in life that's enjoyable to you that you're chasing that you're trying to attain as a goal because of being in the fight or flight freezing and stopping yourself from doing so you can you can fantasize but at the end of the day we need to take a step to create inertia inertia is the law of the movement once you have this big boulder that's in front of you and you begin to take the first leap forward and you make that push that rock is going to start gaining momentum it's going to be easier to push down that hill or whatever you're doing so if anything just start you'll figure things out and also when it comes to all this i think trust is a big deal a lot of times we don't trust ourselves as far as feeling confident or we look at past mistakes we're just like man this is what happened before how am i going to do this now and we just get in that rut of just talking yourself down negative and out of it and then we don't take the action yeah even accountability and i'm also going to mention that's going to translate back into your momentum uh your the concept of momentum that you just mentioned is sometimes we have this issue of being accountable with ourselves and sometimes it's easier for us to be accountable if we kind of take this and push on somebody else so for example what i'm trying to say is let's take your finding a new job right and you want to find a new job and you're you really want a new job because you really hate it but you're struggling to do the steps and gain momentum to finally get out of that out of that job maybe you're struggling to apply to places maybe you're struggling to update your resume because you just don't have that accountability with yourself that you want. And it's okay to, for example, go to your friend or go to your coworker and say, hey, I'm looking for a new job. A big giant step for you to take and get the momentum going is telling your manager, hey, I'm looking for a new job. I'm not sure when a new job is going to come into effect or when I'm going to find it, but I just want to let you know as I manager, my boss, I'm looking for a new job. And that kind of takes the accountability away from you and push it onto your manager because now it's not only that you have to find a job for yourself, but now you told your manager you're finding new jobs, technically you have to find a new job for them as well. And that could be the little bit of push forward that, that you would need. So it's okay to rely on others for your motivation. And sometimes it's a lot easier for us because it's really easy to fail yourself for some people, but when you see failure in someone else's eyes by them looking at you, that could take a harder toll on you than you failing by yourself. And that kind of relates to us as when we're kids. When we're kids growing up, we want to please our parents. And it's sometimes easier to please our parents than it is to please us. And why we do certain things is we do them because, because we do it for our parents when we were kids. And this is almost programmed in us, engraved in us. So you can also use that to your advantage. Don't feel any, any less of a person or, or weaker because your, account, your accountability relies on other people. Use that to your advantage. Of course, that's not always a healthy thing to have and you're going to have to learn how to be accountable for yourself but as a nice stepping stone putting your accountability in someone else and you force yourself to do things because you told somebody about it made this promise that's going to help help you become a better person and you can leverage that into your initial growth into things i like that using accountability and the crutch that we've always looked up to our parents to be accountable or for things to getting done. So now you just use that leverage, that self-limiting belief in a way, and you project yourself forward. So some common misconceptions of why you might be hindering your progress of what you wanna do in life when it comes to taking action is one one big thing is the uncertainty of the future, which we talked about, not knowing what's going to happen. There's also drawing comparison. A lot of times we compare ourselves to other people and we think, well, they did it this way, 
maybe they're charismatic, maybe they're more built than you, so you can't do this. And we get into this game where we compare and then we don't do things. We also look at our past failures, which is a huge problem because the past is not going to predict the future. In some cases it is because if you have the self-limiting belief you can't do it, well, then your past is going to become your future as well. So we have to scrap that, not looking at past failures, looking things as lessons, changing that mindset and projecting into the future to see what will happen with your abilities. And the fourth one is playing the blame game. A lot of times we get into victim mentality take, that takes us away from accountability because we point fingers at somebody else instead of being responsible and taking action. So those are four things that you might face and are, they're common when it comes to taking action. Yeah, and you learn how to combat those negative thoughts through our prior pillars. You have to really learn self-awareness to see where this mental block is. What is What kind of thought processes are really holding you back? Is it the comparison because you're on social media a lot? Well, if you compare yourself a lot to other people and you use social media to compare yourself and you're always looking down at yourself, maybe the best action for you to take right now is just decrease the social media use because we all know that people only post their glory on social media and every image you see on your friends or a stranger instagram story instagram feed instagram post it's always going to be the benefits of the, the beneficial parts of their lives or the happy moments so it artificially inflates the happiness of someone and artificially inflates the depression in you you could say because you're always going to see some people being happy when you go on social media a lot you just see happiness and you think everyone's always happy. Steve's always happy. Sarah's always happy because she's always posting this, posting that. But guess what? When they're not posting something, they have bad days. They have sad days. And let that be a, be a reminder to you that it's okay to have those sad days. And just because you may think you have a lot of sad days, does, doesn't mean you do. Doesn't mean you're depressed. It doesn't mean you're less of, of a person. Because someone could make a social media post that takes five minutes. It could seem so happy. But once they finish that post, they're the biggest and most horrible person in the world. You don't know that. So you cannot let that bother. You can't, can't let that define the person you are. So self-awareness is a, is a big portion of this because you're not going to be able to fix a problem in yourself and take action to combat that problem if you don't know what that problem is. You have to first figure that out. And when you figure that out, then you finally have to take the action and your resources to change that aspect of you. Because once again, to what we talked about in the beginning of this episode, is when you do, when you do have self-awareness and you do have the problem identified, we go into this trap of delaying this, delaying delaying the solution to, the, to this problem that you already know how to solve, but we keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. That's why you could think forever, but you might not be ever able to change yourself because you're just missing that one last piece, the fifth pillar, which is taking action. And just piggybacking off what you said, social media goes into, if you want to take action, dismiss and ditch the perfectionist that's within you. A lot of times you look at, social media how glamorous things are how productive how successful people are how great they look and we try to strive towards that same goal that same success or productivity whatever it is and it's not attainable because a lot of time it's fabricated so give yourself the credit when you need to tell yourself that something looks maybe good in that time or you're doing a good job give yourself that positive reinforcement and just know where your tendencies are, where you're being too much of a perfectionist. I'm guilty of it myself. A lot of times you just have to say, this looks good, that's it. Even for example, going out, it could be such a small thing. You wanna fix your hair the perfect way or there's this one still wrinkle on your shirt and you're obsessing and overthinking that wrinkle versus wow, 
me as a whole, I look amazing. I look good. I feel great about myself. So taking that into perspective and just saying, in this case, going out, you look in the mirror, I look great. And that's it. Now I'm going to have that belief when I go out. I'm not going to worry about the wrinkle, whatever it is. I'm going to disengage in that. That's just me being a perfectionist. There's no such thing. And you also brought up setting goals. So setting goals is the first thing you should do. And these are personal goals. Don't just set generic goals. For example, like I want to get stronger. You have to be a little bit more in depth and more in tune with your self-awareness to be able to set these, these goals properly. Because a lot of times we set these really big goals and guess what? They're too big. It's almost like a, a company that's too big that it, that, it, that it fails. You have to be careful. You can't just be so generalized. Like I remember from nursing school, we had nursing care plans where we would set goals for our patients. And we would set these, these goals. For example, we would have a patient with hypertension and our goal would be to lower hypertension. And a teacher would be like, great goal, but how are you going to do, do that goal? That's a, broad, that's a really broad goal. Why don't you set a smaller goal? For example, a goal for hypertension would be exercise or change your, your diet, stop eating fast food, stop eating McDonald's twice a week. Those kind of goals are, are, are measurable and they're actually doable, not these, these big grandiose ideas that, that you have. So I'll bring it back to, for example, the new job search. So you wanna get out of your job, maybe before you tell your manager, so, so your goal is to get a new job, that's like the, the main goal, but you gotta have smaller goals, smaller stepping stones to gain that inertia like I mentioned before, to, to push that, that goal forward. So you're gonna have smaller goals. So your first goal might not be to talk to manager, maybe it's going to be to do research of what kind of jobs you could find with, with your skills because you don't wanna just say, hey, my goal is to get a new job and you tell your manager, hey, I'm leaving and you have nothing to, to show for it within those next two weeks. So your goal should be to look around, look at the job market. Is there even another job for you that's in your specialty? Because if there isn't, then you might wanna hold that off. A next goal after you look for the job, job specialties that you're trying to apply for is buff up your resume. Resume is something that we haven't looked for, look at on a daily basis, weekly basis. You might have not updated it. You might be something that you haven't updated in the last five years. Definitely got to update that bad boy. And then you have to finally apply. And then maybe talk to manager. And then that's the way you get to this great goal of getting a new job is by these small little goals. And plus, if you're one of those persons that's like a perfectionist, this is going to help you along, along the, the road because you're going to see that, hey, I'm achieving these small goals, these small stepping stones. So now what's going to hold me back from actually getting this new job? Nothing much is going to hold you back because guess what? You're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing in the, the right direction, in the right manner. These little things, these little victories sometimes mean more to us than these giant overall victories that we always kind of put on a pedestal that really isn't that big of a deal the smaller ones are the bigger deal yes and then after you set all these goals and have everything in place the next step that could help you in as far as taking action is time your thinking so if you are somebody that knows for a fact that you are that you ruminate over your indecisiveness you're always stuck in between the gray area not knowing what decision to make set a timer like hey i'm gonna make a decision in 10 minutes what food place I want to go out to. That's it. And and commit to that. Maybe it could be shorter depending on what you're doing, but set time intervals to build that discipline that you're going to take action a lot often, a lot quicker, and you're not going to ruminate and lose your ability not to make decisions. And the, the last thing as a tip to take action, which we talked about, is just being accountable. And you had a whole great um, perspective of telling your manager 
to that you're leaving your job that that's going to give you accountability to prepare and find this next gig because I have somebody that's expecting you to leave. So these are all different steps. And I think it's just important to build good habits, figure out where you're lacking, becoming self-aware, setting goals, not being a perfectionist, having discipline, and ultimately the confidence. You're going to have self-doubt and you're not going to feel good about whatever you're doing at the beginning, but that's okay. Just have optimism. Know it's going to work out. And from the optimism, from taking action, you're just going to gain more confidence and that inertia is going to build, build, and you're going to just, before you know it, whatever your goal is, you're going to be in the journey of it already instead of starting. Yeah, 100%. And use the other four pillars. Use the resources around you to take action. Like we mentioned accountability. Uh, again, you have friends, right? They want to see you succeed. Talk to them about this. Taking action doesn't always mean lifting weights, pushing things, quitting a job. It could be something so small as as talking to, to your friends and telling them your future goals. And maybe they might give you a reality check. Maybe they'll give you an opinion that you haven't thought about. That's still taking action because if you want to look for a new job and you're not really sure what kind of job you want, tell your friends about it. That's taking action. And then maybe they'll ask you a few questions back like, hey, what don't you like about your job? What do you like doing most about your job? And then you can slowly figure out yourself a little bit more and a little bit more about what you want to be doing and then even your goals. And that's just utilizing your resources that you have around you for free. That doesn't take much action. But that little action opening up, that's already something. You're already a better person than you were before. Yeah, so taking action is a big one because like we mentioned before, we mentioned these four awesome, awesome pillars that are really focused on more of self-growth, internal understanding. And the fifth pillar is, is like your, your final step. This is when you've already done the practice that you've had to and this is the competition. This is the game. Now you're in that fight. Now you're now you're in that basketball game. You're in the finals. You practice bats, you practice your jump shot, you practice your dribbles, you practice your passing. You have good chemistry with your teammates. Well, now it's time to show up on the field and, sh and actually see if the things that you've been learning, reading, and doing actually are going to be helpful and beneficial in your life. Yes. It's like you have the complete skill set of everything you need to be a warrior. You're armed with it. Now are you going to go into the battle and take the steps necessary? 100%. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoy these brief descriptions of the five pillars. Now we're going to dive into the episode content for every single pillar. And most importantly, all of them relate to one another. You need all of them to be a conscious warrior. And if you put your mind behind all five of them, there's going to be a lot of success. You're going to raise your consciousness, raise the vibe, radiate that to other people. And the world is yours based on what's going to happen on your journey. Thank you so much for your time. Remember, change starts with you and it starts right now. Bye, guys.